Welcome to the HFL show hosted by me, Ian Ald, brought to you by Highland Football Weekly. This is your home of your weekly Highland League audio fix. On this week's podcast, we'll hear from the new boss at Harlow Park, Richard Hastings. We'll catch up with Brora Rangers midfielder, Josh Meekings, on how he's adjusting to life at Dungeon Park. And also hear from Rothis defender, Ali Stark, on their excellent start to the season. That's all to come in the next half an hour or so. But first of all, let's recap what's been a very busy couple of days. We're recording this podcast just after the first midweek card of the Highland League, and there's been plenty of big games over the last couple of days. Let's first of all start by rounding off the action from Wednesday night. Of course, so many big games over the last couple of days, but none bigger than Fraser Brad Bucky Thistle. It ended two apiece at Victoria Park. A late penalty from Paul Campbell earned a share of the spoils for the Brock, who maintain their unbeaten start to the season. Bucky had scored four minutes from time. They were trailed at the break by a goal to nil, and four minutes from time they took the lead to make it 2-1, but a late penalty sees a share of the spoils and a point apiece for both sides. Brecon City, who lost to Fraserburgh, at the weekend in one of the first meetings of the two clubs this season. Uh, they were 4-1 winners against Fermartin, bouncing back from that defeat at the Bellsley in style by beating Fermartin by four goals to one. At Devon Vale left it late, 10 minutes to go. They were 3-1 down at half-time to Huntley, but ended up three apiece. Inverurie Locos drew one apiece with Rothis at Harlow Park. Keith, 2-0 winners over Wick Academy. Gary Manson sent off in the first half for the Scotties. 2-0 for Keith, who have uh, really began life under Craig Ewan in style, earning a point at Huntley on Saturday and now a home win at Kynock Park over Wick Academy. Clack and the Cudden have been going well of late. They managed a 2-0 draw at Mossett Park at the weekend. 2-0 down heading into the final five minutes, but they somehow managed a point. On Wednesday, there were 2-0 winners at Grant Park, Lossiemouth. And another 3 0 draw. Tariff United were at one stage 2 0 down at half time at home to Strathspey Thistle, but again, late drama, two minutes from time, managed to salvage a point. Strathspey Thistle have been going well of late, so that's a good result uh, for Tariff. Fort William versus Nairn County was called off. We hope all is well at Fort William. There was a COVID 19 case in their camp. And the reigning champions, Brewer Rangers, who Lost back-to-back games recently to Fraserburgh and for Martin. Bounced back at the weekend, beating Fort William by eight goals to nil. There were four nil winners against Forest Mechanics on Wednesday night. One of their big signings in the summer was Josh Meekings, the former Cali Thistle and Dundee defender, grabbed his first goal for the club in their 8-0 win at the weekend. He also started the 4-0 win over Forest. And after the game, I caught up with the 2015 Scottish Cup winner. Josh, a fine 4-0 victory 
for you guys this evening. Must have been pleased with that. Yeah, very pleasing. Um, you know, it's been, as everyone knows, it was a sort of sticky period at the beginning. Um, but I think the last few games we've shown, you know, the quality that we have within the squad. Tonight we dominated the game, started really brightly, um, you know, got on top and, and had a lot of the ball and, and really tried to play our football. And, and you know, when, you, when your boys are taking chances like that, it's, it's really helpful. So, um, yeah, no, really pleasing and something that we can build on now. Going into the game for us, you know, a sticky side to play against, but you, you made the most of it early on. You got two goals, which I think settled you down. And then you were able to build on that with two goals inside 20 minutes, which gave you a, a kind of foothold in the game. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, it, then it's just a case of being professional, taking care of it and managing the game from there on out. And I think we've done that really well. Um, as I said, we had a lot of the ball. Um, they were working hard to get back in behind the ball, but we were patient and waiting for our openings. And, and thankfully, when the boys got their chances tonight, they took them and that always makes a difference in games. So. Now, I've seen you play right back, I've seen you play centre half, but I've never seen you play centre midfield. But you're obviously very comfortable in there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, you know, it's um, management, game management, knowing the game, knowing where you need to be. Um, it's not going to be anything exciting, but, you know, doing the basics right, keeping the ball moving and stuff. And then, yeah, just really getting a chance to express myself and enjoy my football. And that's all I'm really wanting to do now. And, you know, if you can do it on nights like tonight and get a really convincing win, then that obviously makes it all the more enjoyable. So, um, Delighted that I'm back playing again, um, and you know we've got a little run of games that we've we've done well in. Uh, that's three on the bounce now, and we need to keep that going now and, and keep that momentum forward because it's a tough season. Um, so yeah, that's it's just the case of being professional and making sure that we're ready for the next game when it comes. You scored one on Saturday. You kind of fizzed one for the, for the second. Jordan McCree tapped in the second. I thought we were going to see a. <laughs> uh, another, another goal in what, two and four days. That must no, have been yeah, it would have been nice. That would have been it would have been unheard of. You're right, um, but no, yeah, it's just again, it's it's nice to be in those sort of areas, just enjoying football and, and yeah. you know, taking everything that comes, uh, working hard and, and trying to do what's best for the team. So yeah, that's what I'll continue to do, and hopefully it will lead to success. Last time I spoke to you, you were down based down in England, but obviously you've moved back up to the Highlands now. You did kind of indicate that right enough. You're back up here, you're back working and you're back playing and you're you're re you're really settled in your Highland life again. Yeah, um, I think everybody knew how fond of I was of the place when I came up the first time. Um, you know, it was just so easy for me to settle in. I was an 18-year-old boy and to, to, to think now that I've come back at 28 and, and actually want to spend the sort of rest of my life here. I've obviously met my fiance grace and we've got the little one ruby so yeah it's just it's everything's sort of falling into place and as i say it's great to be back here in the highlands i, I love the place it's beautiful and, and the people have always been so welcoming and you know i'm just happy and thankful that i can enjoy my football at Brora now Come on. cheers Josh. cheers Audi. no worries mate well let's now turn our attentions to this weekend another action-packed weekend in store for us in the highland league three teams still have unbeaten starts to the season Top of the table, Fraserburgh, Inverurie Locos and Rothis. Rothis have had a very good start to this season and indeed in the last couple of weeks have produced some fantastic results as well as knocking Elgin City out of the North of Scotland Cup. And I'm very pleased to say I'm joined on the line now by defender Ali Stark. Ali, how's it going? I'm very well, Aldi. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing very well, mate. I'm just trying to uh, cool down amongst this uh, 20-something uh, degrees weather that we've got at the moment. So long may that continue. We're recording this on the Tuesday ahead of a, a busy midweek card in the Highland League. And of course, uh, you'll be involved with Rothis and indeed at the weekend as well, games against Inverurie and Huntley. Uh, but Ali, the last couple of weeks have been going pretty well, haven't they, at uh, McKessick Park? Yeah, yeah. Uh, things are things are looking up. I think after a sort of fairly 
turbulent pre-season. You know, we had 10 days we couldn't really train because of uh, a COVID case and then other teams cancelling games. So maybe started the season a bit more slowly than we'd have liked. But the last three games we've been playing very well, sort of looking very strong defensively. And then uh, the boys up front doing the business as well. I mean, it's all clicking into place very nicely. I, I must admit, I I made a faux pas uh, a few weeks ago when I was, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking about, um, you know, sides challenging at the, at the top end of the league. And I think Rothis might have slipped my, uh, my, my uh, off my radar. But, you know, it's probably, you know, disservice to you guys because you've had a great start to the season. But when you take into, into account the progress that the club have made over the last number of seasons, a trophy win last year as well. You know, things are on the up at uh, Rothers. Yeah, well, it's, it's all credit to the guys that are, that are at the club, you know, from, from the chairman down, all the all the backroom team. It's uh, to come from where they are sort of only half a dozen years ago, you know, competing for the for the silver spoon and then to have sort of Highland League Cup win and to be competing near the top end of the table and hopefully another cup final in, in a couple of months is... You know, it's testament to them, and then obviously bringing in the, the manager and the uh, and Jim is just taking us to another level. It seems, as I mentioned to you off air as well. I know that you train separately uh, through in Aberdeen uh, through the week, but um, on a Monday night, uh, Rothis train uh, in behind uh, the, me and a couple other guys attempting to play football on a, on a Monday night. So I, I often, you know, watch uh, a little bit of the, the, the training that goes on. Uh, and Ross Jack puts on what looks like you know some pretty good sessions, and you know there's a lot of good work uh, being being put in. Uh, talk to us about the manager because um, obviously you know Ross Jack he's he's managed at a higher level too um, out with the Highland League, and and what's he what's he been like for for you and the club? Yeah, well, you know since he's come in, I, I think if you look back, he's been in maybe not too far off two years now and we've maybe only lost you know a handful of games the season that he came in we went on a great run and then obviously the three game season was a bit of a write-off but and then we've come back and we've we've not lost a game yet this season but you know he's, he's a the gaffer's a very he's a he expects a lot and so he should he's got a great group of players and if you're not doing the job he'll, he'll tell you but that's that's how it should be isn't it it's uh yeah yeah, he certainly has made a, a big in, uh, impression uh, at, at the club and brought in a lot of good players as well. I mean, obviously, you've been there for a number of years now as well and you, you'll have seen you know, a lot of quality uh, brought through the door as well. Greg Morrison signed in the summer too. He's got uh, a couple of goals to his name already this season as well. So, you know, there's there's some real good players arriving at the McKessick Park too. Yeah, well, you mentioned Greg. What, what an impact he's made, you know. He's... I think he's maybe only scored a couple so far, but the work he does is he's, he's the hardest working forward I, I think I've ever seen. You know, he's both sides of the pitch. Him and Jack Brown work brilliantly together in that sort of region of the park. And, uh, you know, he's made a massive impact. And then you're bringing in, you know, ex- the experience of the likes of uh, Michael Finnis, you know, Toshi, you know, these, these guys that have, have seen and done it. And, uh, you know, they, they, they made a big impact, especially with the younger players. You know, maybe at times in the past, we've looked a bit naive and seen our games. Yeah. But the last couple of games, you know, Elgin and Bucky, we, we didn't look like really conceding a goal because 
of the experience they bring in. I think it helps massively. Now, we've talked about the start that you've had to the season. Obviously, Ross Jack and the rest of you boys will be looking to to build on that. As we touched on there, you've you started you know, against Fort William and he had that, that draw against Nairn, but in the last couple of weeks, you've, you've notched up some really impressive results as well. And I suppose, you know, might not be a surprise to you guys, um, but certainly, you know, uh, the performances of kind of, you know, seen others in the, in the league kind of raise their eyebrows a little bit as well, namely the the, the draw, sorry, the, the win against Bucky Thistle uh, last weekend as well, because Bucky have, have started like a house on fire. They've been, you know, uh, blowing teams away, but you beat them at your own park. And then you mentioned that Elgin City game as well. Again, the North of Scotland Cup, a very impressive win. Sum up the kind of start to the season for you guys. Obviously, it's been a, a brilliant start, but I'm, I'm assuming you're wanting to just kind of keep it as a good start and build on that. Yeah, well, you know, we, we, the last couple of games have been very, very good, but we look at on it as we've dropped four points so far that we probably shouldn't have dropped, you know. We, I mean, El, uh Nairn scored a penalty and a Gethin sort of wonder strike. Uh, and then against Breakin last minute, soft free kick, boy whips it in the top corner. It's, you know, that, that was a sore one to take. So in our eyes, yeah, it's been a very good start, but we, we can still improve. We've, we've, got, we've got ambitions and, uh, you know, we want to keep the run going. Locals again tomorrow night, very hard game, as is Huntley at the weekend, but we see it as opportunities to, to get three points. Yeah, obviously, we are, we are we we can't talk too much about that locals game. That's going to be tomorrow night as we record this, but needless to say, it's going to be a, a difficult game. They obviously have, well, they've now appointed a new manager in Richard Hastings uh, today as well, so they all have new management in place. Okay, not for Wednesday night, but there will be a no doubt a lift and a bounce from from those guys uh, at Harlow Park. But Huntley, you mentioned on 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 Saturday as well. Another side who've had a really good start to the season. Uh, the big games, you've had a, a fair amount of them in the last couple of weeks. But I suppose that's the way you want it. You know, you want to be playing, you know, sides that are, are going well, uh, sides that are favourites if you like for the title. And um, and and these big games keep coming round, coming round thick and fast. But that's um, I'm sure that's um, you know what you want. Yeah, that that's where where we want to be as a club. You know, we want to be playing in all these big games. We want to be making it to semi-finals and finals, and we want to just continue having success. I guess you know Huntley they've started very well. They've got some. They've brought in some very good players. Angus Grant uh, has made a big impression, and you know they're going to be. They're always tough to tough to play against, especially at their place. So. But we we'll look forward to it. It's another chance to get three points, and yeah, yeah, absolutely, Ali. The, the season has been well. We, we've kind of now we're at what um, five games in, if you like. There's another two coming this week as well. We're really um, into it now. Um, how has the return to football been for yourself? I know that you guys had the the League Cup final and the semi final uh, during you know um, uh, the kind of end of the last lockdown in October there. And I know the league season was a bit of a write-off uh, last season, but how has it kind of returned to to football been for yourself personally? Just kind of getting back in and about football on a kind of more consistent basis. It's it's been brilliant, you know. Even the uh, you you miss playing in front of people. It's uh, you miss the atmosphere that that fans provide, and you know you, you miss just seeing your friends and playing football with them. 
and when you get a, a win on the Saturday, there's nothing that can really really compare to it. Absolutely, and you mentioned their noise in the crowd. I'm sure there's um, one thing I love about the Highland League is the you, you can hear the shouts from the from the, the terraces, and no doubt you'll have been uh, you'll have been exposed to that in the, in the last couple of weeks. But that's what hey, that's what we miss. That's what we love about football. All these kind of little quirks. Ali, um, thanks very much for your time. Um, all the best this week against uh, Locos, obviously, and then uh, all the best against Huntley the weekend and for the rest of the season. Cheers, Ollie. Thank you. Well, it seems to be a bit of a running theme on the HFL show where we talk about managerial news. We had a week of resignations. Last week, Craig Ewan was announced the new manager at Keith. And this week, Inverurie Locos announced their new manager on Tuesday. They appointed former Cali Thistle, Ross County and Canadian Gold Cup winner Richard Hastings as successor to Andy Lowe. And I'm very pleased to say, joining us on the line now is the new Locos boss, Richard Hastings. Richard, how are you? I'm very good. Very good, thanks. Uh, it's been a pretty busy week, obviously, taking over. I'm just trying to get in and get to the players, staff, and the So, no, it's been... Really busy. Managed to get a game in last night, which was uh, hugely beneficial. Um, just to see what what the players are all about, and uh, not even very excited from what I've seen last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just really hungry to get going. Tonight was a, a first training session, just a light session, just to try and bed in kind of how I want to play. Um, so that was a, a really enjoyable session and productive as well. Yeah, a bit of a, a whirlwind uh, week you've had, Richard. Obviously, you got announced on Tuesday. You, you took in the game last night uh, against Rothis. And as you mentioned there, you had your, your first training session as well, midweeks in the, well, in any football um, league are, are kind of crazy, uh, but none more so in, in kind of part-time football in the Highland League. Uh, how much are you looking forward to then, the, the challenge that awaits you at to Harlow Park? Yeah, I mean, we, we know it's going to be difficult. Uh, you know, you don't, you don't sit at the top of the league if, if you don't have, uh, you know, a good, a good side, a well-structured side. So, but we've, you know, we've, we're also unbeaten. So we have to take confidence in what, in what we've been doing and what we've been working on as well. And, you know, we look at uh, an exciting team. So, you know, we'll certainly be going there to try and get, uh, try and get the points. Yeah, and as you say, you were impressed with what you saw uh, at Harlow Park on, on Wednesday night. Rothis, of course, another side going extremely well under Ross Jack in the in the league so far this season. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously with a, a new manager watching in the stands as well, the players would have known that. Uh, but, you know, to be fair to the to the guys at Locos, they've had a good start to the season themselves. Um, so they were always going to, you know, be impressive regardless um, of who was watching. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had a brief... Uh introduction to them before the game but it was very brief I didn't want to take them away from, from the task that's at hand so it's just, just to keep their focus on what they were there to do um, so no I say I think I think they were they, they look a very keen uh, bunch of players that they would have played like that anyway so that, yeah. that's what generally excites me that I've got players that were working really really hard uh, for each other and and, uh, you know, a great, obviously, you need that, those building blocks as a, as a team. Um, so that's, so for me to see that they have that, uh, that that's, one, that's one huge box that 
that can be checked, you know, and that's only going to get uh, built on even more uh, once we keep keep pushing them and the, the coaching staff. I spoke to Andy Lowe a few weeks ago, just on the, the first week of the season. Of course, Andy, you know, has stepped down and I know there's a lot of kind of family uh, commitments and, and, and things like that, you know, the, the work-life balance between football and, and, and work and personal life. But when I was speaking to Andy, Andy was very excited about the season. You know, he had a, he, he felt that he'd assembled a, you know, a real good squad, obviously, you know, I know you're only a couple of days in the, in the job and, you know, I don't want to press you on, you know, any long-term ambitions, but he was certainly happy with the, your, the squad and from, from the sounds of it there, you're obviously very excited about working with this group of players because, you know, there's some experienced players at this level, but also some, you know, young promising players in this mix as well. Yeah, no, there is. Uh, it's good. You can see they're hungry, you know. That, that's, you want players uh, that are like that. And maybe some of them still have ambition, you know, getting a, a chance back at uh, a higher level. Uh, but they just need, you know, they need good coaching. They need, uh, you know, repetition. It's, everything that's going to come along with it. So, for me, it's, uh, it's uh, an ongoing process. Nothing's going to be changed overnight, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, but for me, it's about absolutely maximizing squad players and wherever that takes us, that's where it takes us. But, you know, uh, and, you know, I've got great belief that I can, I can, uh, so along with the staff, you know, they've already started to see kind of what, what I'm about in terms of standards and, and, and everything else. And, and in early days with them, they've bought into that as well. So it's, just, it's just really been pleasing, obviously, when you're, when you're joining a factory staff. But uh, they say all we can do is maximize the talent that's there. Um, and you can do that each and every day, training session, game. All you can do is see where I'm it. You know, there's yes. no saying all predi- predictions here, but it's just that's, that's what we'll do. And again, it's an exciting uh, journey that we're on. Now, you're in the dugout for the first time at the weekend. You're in the stand on Wednesday night. You're in the dugout uh, at the weekend. And, and well, in one way, it's some game you know, is your first game in charge. Fraserburgh have started the season really well. They got a great draw against Bucky on Wednesday. They beat Brecon City at the weekend as well. But in a way, you know, you know, when you look across your career as well, you've always risen to that, that challenge. You know, in one way, it's a kind of daunting task to, to take on Fraser at the moment, but it's sure I'm, I'm sure it's one you'll kind of relish. Yeah, I mean, we've always played it. We've all played the big games. And uh, it's not like, you know, it's nothing that I haven't faced before in terms of big uh, games. So, you know, that's, I've got to get that across to the players and then, that can't fear, can't fear anyone. That, you know, the table so close, and by all accounts, they, you know, they were uh, quite lucky to, to get away with the draw on the month the other night. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not all that easily, easily could have ended with a loss. So, um, I can only focus and prepare, prepare my team the uh, best I can. And like I say, within the game, I'm sure I'll see things that we can, we can. Uh, Every game, obviously, but I mean, these is 
either one that you have the last people go with your that you uh, have aspirations to get. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Richard, in terms of your I mean obviously you'll be delighted to you know to get the job. But in terms of your your own aspirations, obviously this has been something that's been on the um I'm assuming on the cards for a while for yourself. Obviously you've you know you've worked at both Cali Thistle and Ross County in the youth capacity. I know you've been doing your own kind of personal coaching, but in terms of your own, you know, your own managerial career, desperate to, to obviously, you know, get get in charge of the club, and I'm sure you'll be, um, you know, relishing and, and looking forward to this this task ahead uh, at, at Inverurie. Yeah, no, I mean, I, since I started coaching, you know, my my, my ambition was always to be uh, at one stage uh, a first team manager. You know? Valuable to my development. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I've still got a way to go. With uh, you know, there's always going to be more things you can learn and improve on. But uh, it certainly put me in good stead. You know, I've come across a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, that I've been doing in the sort of under 18s and things like that. You faced a lot of challenges. You, know, you go down and play the old firm. You go down and you know, there's a lot. Of things, so, uh, it's not as much as an academy doesn't mean you haven't. You know, real, real tough times. Uh, so, you know, you inherit the squad there. Same here, I've inherited the squad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter that I don't know anybody. Well, you, 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 you know a couple. But it's the same thing in football. Uh, my eyes see what, what we see. Uh, and it's already, we already started tonight, you know. Uh, you know, having some, some words with some of the players. Richard, all the best. I appreciate your time because I know that you're racing back along the ninety six, um, back for a for a, a well earned rest after quite a crazy uh, couple of days. But uh, yeah, all the best for the weekend and all the very best in the for the season ahead, Richard. Well, thank you very much, Ian. Well, that's almost it here from us at the HFL show. A quick reminder of the fixtures for this coming weekend, as we just mentioned there. Of course, Richard Hastings in the dugout for the first time as Locos boss away to top of the table. Frazebra Ali Stark, we heard from him. His Rothes side head for Huntley. And earlier in the HFL show, we heard from Josh Meekings. Brora Rangers welcome near County. Tariff United still looking for their first win of the season. They head for Inverness and Clachnacudden. For Martin, take on Bucky Thistle. Both sides stinging after midweek uh, results going against them. Bucky, of course, drawing, but no doubt will be disappointed to lose a late equaliser. Forest Mechanics take on Lossiemouth and a Murray Derby. Fort William head for Brecon City in what's supposed to be their home game. Now, the latest is we haven't heard. Of course, uh, that uh, Fort William there game called off midweek, so we haven't heard any news about any COVID scare, so that one's still on at the moment. Strathspey Thistle take on Keith. That one should be a cracker as well. Strathspey have uh, really well, had a great start to the season, and Keith have picked up in the last couple of weeks as well. Draws against Locos and Huntley, and of course that win on Wednesday against Wick Academy. Wick Academy, they're at home to Devon Vale in the final match of the weekend. That's it from us here on the HFL show. We'll see you back here, same place, same time next week. 
Enjoy your weekend.